Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Psalm chapter 64. This is a psalm attributed to King David. We don't know the historical situation that's going on in this psalm, but we do know that this psalm is part of a larger complex of psalms from Psalm 56 to Psalm 68. In these psalms, from Psalm 56 to Psalm 68, these all demonstrate God's mighty acts to demonstrate His power over all the earth. So you see this crescendo building in these psalms where the entire earth will praise God. But this psalm is more personal, one that maybe we can relate to. Before we jump into that, though, I just want you to notice the the structure of the psalm. So as we read through it, we usually talk about the structure, how this is divided up. Well, as we read through, you're going to notice that the first two verses are the opening plea for deliverance. That is a common theme in many of the psalms that we read together. There's an opening plea for the deliverance of God. So that's verses 1 and 2. Then in verses 3 and 6, we get a description of the arrogance of the wicked. And then in verses 7 through 8, we get judgment is coming. So David anticipates God will judge them. He will close their mouths. And then verses 9 through 10, there's this conclusion of praise and trust that you find in a lot of psalms. So you'll notice many of these psalms begin with an opening cry for help, and they always end with concluding praise and trust for God. So maybe that structure will help you as you read through to kind of pick all this apart. So let's listen to what's going on specifically. I want you to try to pick out the threat this time that David is focusing on. Hear my voice, O God, in my complaint. Preserve my life from the dread of the enemy. Hide me from the secret plots of the wicked, from the throng of evildoers, who wet their tongues like swords, who aim bitter words like arrows. Shooting from ambush at the blameless, shooting at him suddenly without fear, They hold fast to all their evil purpose. They talk of laying snares secretly, thinking, who can see them? They search out injustice, saying, We have accomplished a diligent search, for the inward mind and heart of a man are deep. But God shoots his arrows at them. They are wounded suddenly. They are brought to ruin, where their own tongues turned against them. All who see them will wag their heads. Then all mankind fears. They tell what God has brought about and ponder what he has done. Let the righteous one rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in him. Let all the upright in heart exult. Now, there's some places in scripture we read about the destructive power of the tongue. Think of the book of James. But here's probably more vivid than any other place. The destructive power of language. Language is such a gift when you think about it. In Scripture, we have this gift of language. God speaks early on in the book of Genesis, but also mankind is given the ability to speak too. So speech is a wonderful gift from God. So when we think about how speech can be used, sometimes accusations are being conjured up in some sinister plot to ruin a righteous person's reputation. That happens. Language can be used to take someone down. Note the rhythm, though, in this psalm, though. The first half speaks of the words of evil people as arrows. So there's this vivid image of these words coming at us like arrows, piercing deep into us. The last half speaks of God's words as arrows. 
The overall point is that we dare not seek to respond with verbal arrows of our own. That's what he's saying. The evil will bring arrows of, of words that will hurt us, will penetrate deep into us. But instead of returning verbal blows to them, we allow God to do that. That's what he's telling us. We can either seek justice now and, and be further hardened by it, because that's what you're going to have happen to you. If you seek retribution now, it's going to harden your heart. It's going to damage you. Or we let God to exact just, justice in his time, and he'll do it perfectly, much better than we can. And then our own heart stay soft and be open to God. So I want you to think through that for just a minute. When people bring verbal assaults against you, when you return with hard words of your own, it actually changes you. Allow God to judge that person. Consider our own use of words. How do we respond when people speak ill of us? What do we do when we learn someone is quietly plotting against us or gossiping behind our back? When gossip gets back to us and we learn someone we thought was a trusted friend and actually is not, how do you respond to that? Our words will reveal what is truly happening in our hearts. It's better than any x-ray. Words show us exactly what's going on in the spiritual part of us. When our immediate verbal response is to respond to evil with evil, we demonstrate that we are not in tune with the gospel. See, if the gospel is the core of who we are, we're not going to respond evil with evil. The gospel, if you remember, was a word of grace to us coming, something we didn't deserve. And enjoying that grace is the only way to respond with words of grace to others. So I have to remember, words of grace were spoken to me when I didn't deserve it. So when this person shoots flaming arrows at me with their language or gossip or whatever they're doing, I can respond with grace to them because grace has been given to me. I can give them what they don't deserve. But don't forget this. God will bring cruel words to justice. But for now, our job is this, and it's encapsulated in verse 10, and I'll close us with this. This is our job. To rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in Him. So today is a little bit short with our podcast, but I think powerful. When words come our way that damage us and hurt us, our response is a gospel response. To allow God to exact justice. If I return evil words with evil words, it's going to actually change me. It's going to diminish me spiritually. And we don't want that. We want to grow in the Lord. We want our heart to become more soft. To grow in the fruit of the Spirit. And if we become hardened by the words of others and return evil for evil, it's going to change us. Not the way we want to change. And our job is to rejoice in the Lord. I hope you have a great day and I hope you join us back for tomorrow's podcast.